Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. WTAW News Time, five minutes after eight, the temperature is 59. News presented by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, your one-stop steel supply store on Highway 21 East in Bryan. Go to pioneerboys.com. Yesterday's rainfall at Eastward Airport at 2.6 inches, a record breaker for April 25th, two and a half miles northwest of the airport. Listener testing, they received five and a quarter inches. Between four and five inches reported around and east of Bryan. Thanks to everyone who sent their rain gauge reports to WTAW's text line 979-695-1620. Parent company of the newspaper serving Bryan College Station has been affected by a hostile takeover from a hedge fund. Editor of the Eagle Darren Benson's posted on his LinkedIn page that he's in search of his next adventure. Benson replied to a WTAW news request for comment with the following statement. The newspaper industry is facing serious challenges, and my position was eliminated as a cost-cutting effort. I've been part of the Eagles newsroom for 16 years, and I'm grieving the loss of something that I cared about deeply. There are 121,000 registered voters in Brazos County. 35 showed up for the first day of early voting for two proposed amendments to the state constitution, which have approved would lower property taxes on some homes. College Station ISD school board members at their last meeting received the final recommendations of a 58-member committee to make changes in CSISD's high school grading and class rank policy. Secondary Education Director Tiffany Parkinson asked about international students. Many of the schools that students are transferring from, especially in the international environment, they may be able to accept it if they're accredited. If approved next month, the changes would apply to this year's CSISD 7th graders attending all three high schools, including for the first time those attending College View Alternative High School. New challenge for firefighters is dealing with electric vehicles. College Station Fire Chief Richard Mann says it takes nearly 100 times the amount of water to put out a fire to an electric vehicle compared to the vehicle that is gasoline-powered. We read a recent after-action review by another department that had an electric vehicle fire, and it took them over 30,000 gallons of water and several hours to extinguish a car fire. Man said firefighters will deal with electric vehicles as they have with other new products. And just like with hazardous materials that developed in the 80s, the fire service took on response to those. We can't stop it, but we are going to have to respond to it when those emergencies occur. Speaking on the Infomaniacs, man says with electric vehicle fires, they rescue the people, protect the surroundings, and let the vehicle burn itself out. Save Our Streets Ministries announces plans for their fundraising campaign, Ignite the Next Generation. Founder J.J. Ramirez says they need to renovate their current facility add more classroom and office space, and make their 21-acre development more accessible. And around those 21 acres, we're going to go ahead and build that road so we can continue to develop and build other deals. We already have the infrastructure already starting to be built into those places, so if we have other buildings we need to build at a later state, we'll be ready for them. $4 million has been pledged to the $6.5 million campaign. More information online at SaveOurStreetsMinistries.org. WTAW News Time, 8 minutes after 8. News presented by Pioneer Steel and Pipe on 1620 945 WTAW. It's 810, the Infomaniacs. Thanks for being with us this morning. Here's a look at our weather. It's brought to you by United Roofing and Sheet Metal. 
Home of the Duralast Roof System, world's best roof. Give them a call at 268-ROOF. Go to unitedroofingpros.com today. For today, any scattered showers ending. Otherwise, it'll become partly to mostly cloudy through this afternoon. Temperatures a bit cooler as well, low 70s. Tonight, partly cloudy skies around 54 to 58. And then we warm back up with more sunshine likely on Wednesday. Afternoon high of 75 to 80. Even Thursday looks pretty good, mostly sunny skies. High temperature then between 80 and 85. Could be close to 90 here by Friday. I'm Gary Best, 1620, 94.5 WTAW. There you go. It was uh, 2.6 inches of rain, they said, uh, officially. That's at the airport, but as George Still Carlin... Still broke the record, uh, 2.04 back yeah. in 1948. George Carlin reminded us nobody lives at the airport, so it's uh, fine. Except for Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh, so... As a result, uh, we got some really some pretty spectacular numbers, too. Well, huh? just a couple of miles away, a uh, devoted listener reporting almost twice that amount. Yeah, I, I for some reason put this new rain gauge in my my flower bed. Oh. That didn't help. No? Well, no, because it, it showed six inches. Well, you know, how, I'd been running the sprinkler, too, so I have no idea how much it really was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think just, just added a little bit well, on there? Well, we, yeah, we have, we have different little catch-alls that we can estimate, but, yeah, we were figuring about so, three and a half inches. Is the phrase, when you see rain, oh, we could use it, is that, is that overused? Because it seems like we're just in a, in a state of perpetual drought. Well, we are like all the time we are and have been. It's you know, it's weird. You can go back and I know Bill's a a far better weather historian than I am. But, you know, that's one of the neat things that that stuff is loaded in there that you can go back and look at the rainfall totals for, you know, some years. It starts out really, really wet in the beginning. And then, you know, what does that do for spring? And we were, I guess, rocking along. okay, but I mean, in April, we got like almost no rain at all. I mean, it was nothing until yesterday so and i don't know if we're behind for the year i mean you know it's, it's whether people know that kind of stuff and i don't yeah. but it's yeah, almost always look people who have to have the rain for their work for their business you know we can go oh i'm gonna have to water my yard you know what a farmer and rancher needs that water for a whole lot more than their yard right they really need it and obviously i'm i'm not one of those so right. it doesn't directly affect me necessarily other than oh, keeping it will my grass at your green. new homestead yeah yeah if we start putting the the garden in uh which the wife has big plans for that but yeah we went there yesterday there was there was plenty of uh wetness on the ground for sure especially the places we haven't put sod down yet well see and again that that's uh, as i always said that's a really good time to go shopping for a house after you've had about a three-inch rain, yeah, you get to see where the water stands. Yeah, I noticed the high tide line in the back parking lot. <laughs> yes, we had. I was I was really surprised when I left last night. We had stuff. In case you don't know, here at the Guarantee Bank Building, we have this uh, kind of concrete Crick. water sled there that uh, really does it, it. It can fill up the back parking lot pretty easily. And like you, I was a little surprised to find debris there. This oh yeah, morning. yeah. We got a uh, a courtesy uh, announcement over the loudspeaker. If you're parked in the back, you may want to move your huh. vehicle. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you know, I was used to back in the day. I had the the pickup, which it, it didn't sit up too awfully high, but I we could go over the water over that little bridge. We have two bridges that are on either side that separate the parking lot, and I used to be able just to go through it no problem. Well, yesterday it got a little sketchy. Whenever I went over, when I went over with my uh, with my Toyota Camry, but uh, we made it through, so that was plus. We had an announcer here at one point, and he had a very nice, uh, he had a very nice uh, vehicle. It was a, a 1968 four door Chevrolet Impala. Oh, tank! Kind of, it was it was a tank and kind of a rusty color. Um, 
and he didn't roll the windows up one day, mm. and it rained rather heavily. Yeah. Um, he just let it sit there until it dried out, and we watched as he drove it away. Uh, and he continued to drive it for years to come. It didn't smell in there? I, you know, didn't I didn't ask, and I ne- never asked for a ride, so <laughs> I had no idea. I'm just saying, it was a, it was a kind of a radio parking lot yeah. adventure. Well, we have had people, not that, I don't think the person worked up here, but their car did stall going yeah. over one of those bridges after the water was uh, was rising over it, and yeah, they got stuck. Well, and in fact, my, my sister-in-law, that happened to her when her office was in the building. Uh, her car got caught in the bridge and she had to climb out the window yeah yep adventures <laughs> lord lord willen and the creek don't the uh, creek at guarantee bank and trust building don't rise so here you go this is a story this is the latest edition of a story that we do from time to time kane tanaka a japanese woman certified as the world's oldest person died tuesday last tuesday at the age of 119 oh one one nine for those of you keeping score at home well, the old gal had a good shot at it. week before her death her family posted uh, a tweet claiming that she had recently been hospitalized and discharged repeatedly but still was enjoying her chocolate and fizzy drinks born january 2nd 1903 is a frame of reference um that was the year that orville and wilbur uh, received the world's first flying airplane, did the first flying airplane flight. Uh, it was also the first east-west transatlantic radio broadcast was sent from the U.S. to England. Again, 1903. Seventh out of nine siblings, got married at the age of 19, reportedly took over the family noodle shop when her husband and son had to go off uh, to war in 1937. Her husband died in 1993. Yeah, I'm sorry? I was just going. Uh, thank you for turning the microphone on, General down. Manager Ben Downs. Yeah, that's area you know, man. You said she was Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that Orville and Wilbur and uh, the uh, that would be exactly the the the, the demarcation the, the things that I remember in my life. Necessarily. I, I don't think they asked yeah. her. I think yeah, they were giving us so a framework. Once yeah. again, Americans being the way they are, we want yeah. to know what it's it did us. to us. us. Didn't it's have to worry us. about that. But she used to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning and spend her afternoon practicing mathematics and calligraphy to keep her mind sharp. Oh, calligraphy. Nice. So there you are. Well, that's kind of a thing there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the um, that's older than WTAW. I got the, actually, I you know, I, I wrote the archives. And the archives, the, the, the national archives, national folks. archives. Yeah, yeah the um, as you know, there was this, you know, bug going around, and so they closed wa- most of Washington D.C. All right, let's tell the whole story. Ben had the copy. He had a copy of the I license. Had a copy and then of the license. What the hell did he do? I didn't do it. Oh, maybe. somebody did. Maybe. I yeah, maybe I'm, you did. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, we had a copy of the WTAW license from 1922. And someone spilled coffee on it. What the hell is wrong with you people? Mm. I mean, you knew it was right there. Anyway. I know. Was anyway, it station coffee? I'm, was it? It was at least good coffee. We don't know. No, it was. It was archival also. Oh. Okay. And <laughs> I discovered that um, what is it? I, I, there, all of the stuff that you copy at the National Archives now comes out blue. Okay. It's if you copy it internally. And I wish I knew the magic words to get it copied else uh, in a different uh, in a different way. But it comes out; it's like Franklin blue paper. Yeah, they put it on a different color paper so that they can more readily identify if it's a copy or the original. But anyway, we found the original signed by Doctor Bolton. We got our second coffee free copy, which only took about two years because again that you know that bug, bug. Going, you know, mm-hmm. bug going around. 
And uh, so anyway, we, we, we have our very own copy, and I will place it. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it over to the art department and see if they can uh, Photoshop the blue out of there. Oh, okay, okay. that would be good. Yeah, it's 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 going to be tough, but I'm going to ask them but what, what magic they can do. Did we make an odd discovery about the date? Well, yeah, kind of. Because we're coming up on our 100th year. Yeah, yeah, our, our 100th year. Just uh, I'll do the math for you. It's 1922. Yeah, okay. thanks. Yeah. It's easy. And, uh, oh, well, let's see. You do it on okay. the air then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No one can do math on the radio. But right. at any rate, there is a phrase in there that says, this, this radio station is certified, this station is certified to have been operating as of October or December or something, 1913. Oh, yeah. There's some discrepancy. Well, I don't know. The The license is clearly dated, and and that was the first time the words WTAW ever popped up. But, 19, but there is a certification that the station was in operation in, in 1913. So did they just sit on it for I don't know. nine I don't know. years? So, uh, you know, I've asked Scott. He's the oldest person yeah, I know. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> And, and I wasn't was, working here then, so yeah, not yet. Yeah. Just a few years removed. Yeah, it was coming, but anyway, uh, I don't know what I don't know what that means. I'm sure that somebody out there in the listening world knows what what that was all about. It was kind of in the boilerplate section of the license that mm-hmm. we got. So we're just going to act like we're a hundred this year rather well, than eight years ago. Is. Everybody else is. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's when you know KDKA came on and all that kind of stuff. It's all. It's kind of and. We were, I think, in that first batch of 100 stations or 105 stations that went on the air because they were in October. They just, you know, they whoosh, everything was released at one time. And uh, that's pretty cool, you know. So we're not sure. But I need, if somebody knows the magic of what that that language and the license was about, I'd love to know. That may be even too esoteric for our audience. You can send me a note. I'll send you a a, a screenshot of what it looks like if you're you're willing to help out with the research here. 1620, 94.5, WTAW is 823. Well, how's this? Nearly, That's just fine, thank you. Nearly half of people in a new survey say their vehicle accurately represents their personality. Twenty percent of the people R- believe rust, it's rusty and full of gas. I don't know. And that's just... relevant because. That's relevant because. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank that's you. That's pretty good. That is Thank quick, you. too. Thank that's you. The, that's yeah, the let me see yeah. if I can find... There. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. We'll edit that out in post-production. It'll sound like I hit it right after you said that. Okay, good. All right. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, 20% believe that it says more about them than their job does. 18% say uh, it says more than their clothing. 17% say it's more representative than their last uh, than their taste in music i hope called station isd hired this company to do their phone survey wow uh, i i don't no, know i don't think well that's interesting hey it's it's possible i mean you don't buy a you don't buy a car that you think is ugly right i mean you've had some ugly cars i have but you have you done buy it on purpose and say wow that edsel looks great parked in my lot at this point i'm buying for function yeah, well, for lifestyle. Yeah, but we've kind of, we, yeah, we're kind of that way. Yeah, I'll buy yeah. a vehicle that's an ugly color if the price is right. 
Man, I saw one the mm. other day. I'll take a picture of it. It's old and it's ugly. It was an ugly car if it had a pretty color, but then they put a bad, you know, then they put that mucus green. Mm. Oh, so hi, Zach. I'm sorry, man. No, 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 you're I'm good. I'm so it sorry. Was, it was the 50 and over show there for a little while. That's yeah, okay. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. No, well, I mean, if if it's an ugly car, even if you put a new color on it, you can say the same thing about some people, right? Well, that's... <laughs> I'm just saying the two could be interchangeable. They could. Um, We're just, I mean, what I'm doing is just sitting here trying to figure out which road, if you will, that I, I want to go on <laughs> with this conversation. Because, I mean, it's just they just keep popping up. They do. I know. Yeah. There, there are. Yeah. Uh, for example, SUVs mean they're family-oriented. Hatchback drivers. No, no I am well, family-oriented. I'm a, True, I am a family-oriented guy, but I drive an SUV because I need to be up in the air a little bit to yeah. see what's going on around me. That's Chelsea, the whole thing. Chelsea drives an SUV, and she hates kids. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> there. Well, but, actually, hate. Children, but that was a but. that was a gift car, so that's a little different. Yeah, I guess hatchback so. drivers believe that they're loyal and reliable. Well, of course they do. Station wagon drivers, if there are any out there, think they're organized. Four. No, four I, 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 organized? no, we're just we're just making stuff up. Yeah, okay, this Roswald is organized. It's the one pole. That's all I'm saying. Um, all right, so there what you go. Is it, what does it say about pickup trucks? It doesn't, you know, that's the thing. It doesn't mention pickup oh. Which trucks. Which is the number one vehicle in Texas. Right. This wasn't done in Texas. Yeah. The only thing I can tell you about pickup trucks, if if it's white and tight, got four wheels on the back, it's loud. That's what I know. WTAW News Time, 28 minutes from 9. The temperature is still at 59. News presented by Signature Care Emergency Center. For medical care and emergency room needs, your care is their signature. Visit ercare24.com. A hostile takeover attempt by a hedge fund wanting to buy the parent company of the Eagle cost the newspaper's editor his job. Statement from Darren Benson to WTAW News says, The newspaper industry is facing serious challenges, and my position was eliminated as a cost-cutting effort. I've been part of the Eagle's newsroom for 16 years, and I'm grieving the loss of something I cared about deeply. Benson spent four years as editor, eight years as managing editor, and four years as city editor. Brian Woman's out of jail on bond following her arrest on a charge of taking a handgun to work. 38-year-old Jasmine Franklin told Brian police she forgot she had a gun in her backpack when she went to work, and she denied bringing the gun in anticipation of using it against others from a disturbance from the night before at an apartment where a bullet hole in the shell casing were found. A Brian man who was sentenced to 10 years probation last May on three convictions of family violence assaults accused of entering an unlocked vehicle and taking a wallet containing 20 cards. The bicyclist said he found the wallet and the cards on the ground. 28-year-old Terrell Williams O'Brien, who was arrested on a charge of debit and credit card abuse, remains jailed in lieu of a $5,000 bond. DWI arrest by Brian police last weekend included two pickups hitting structures. 27-year-old Bang Pham of Brian told officers he accidentally backed his truck into the McDonald's on South Texas Sunday around 3 a.m. And Sunday, just after 1.30 in the morning, officers were sent to Highway 21 in Marino Road after a truck driven by 23-year-old Alexandro Salazar O'Brien struck a culvert, then crashed into a fence outside Mack, Bolt, and Steel. Both drivers out of jail after posting bond. The increase in the number of electric vehicles means increased chances of those vehicles catching fire. College Station Fire Chief Richard Mann says they have enough water in a tanker to put out a vehicle fire with a gasoline engine, not so with an electric vehicle. Really, these electric vehicles, what we're finding is it's rescue the people, protect the surroundings, and they have to burn themselves out. When asked if there's pushback from the firefighting community to electric vehicles. 
we're more in the how do we respond and deal with these. It's not necessarily our position to try to stop progress, uh-huh. but it is how are we going to deal with this. Speaking on the Infomaniacs, man says another department used 30,000 gallons of water to extinguish a fire to an electric vehicle. That's compared to around 400 gallons when the vehicle has a gasoline engine. A 58-member committee has submitted its recommendations to change College Station ISD's high school grading and class rank policy. CSISD board members will consider final action next month after hearing the recommendations last week. Secondary Education Director Tiffany Parkinson repeated that the committee was not interested in naming a valedictorian or salutatorian. That's the current policy in CSISD. The committee, though, did adopt a consultant's recommendation to name the highest-ranking graduate. We are required based on state law to issue a certificate for the highest ranking graduates. There are some perks if they choose to go to an in-state university um, as far as uh, tuition and scholarships. Board member Kimberly McAdams on the committee that met nine times since last September. I'm not sure we all even realize how big the changes are, but they're, they're, they're significant. I didn't win on every vote, but I don't think anybody in that committee can say that they didn't have a chance to ask questions. If approved next month, the changes would apply to this year's CSISD 7th graders attending all three high schools, including for the first time those attending College View Alternative High School. Turnout for the first day of early voting in Brazos County for two proposed statewide constitutional amendments, a total of 35 out of 121,000 registered voters. Elections Administrator Trudy Hancock said as few as two people showed up at one of the county's five voting centers. Early voting continues through Friday, then resumes next Monday and Tuesday. More information at BrazosVotes.org. Save Our Streets Ministries announces plans for their Ignite the Next Generation fundraising campaign. Founder J.J. Ramirez says the $6.5 million campaign includes a 10,000-square-foot addition to its current facility. We're out of classroom. We're out of uh, uh, office space. We're out of our vocational training school has just blown up and ignited. It just is just blown up, and we don't have enough room. Ramirez says the more than $4 million has already been committed by donors, and they're hoping to meet their fundraising goal and begin construction quickly. It can't get started fast enough. Uh, We would love to start um, construction uh, in the fall. We would love to start construction first thing of next year, no later. Learn more online at SaveOurStreetsMinistries.org. WTAW News Time, 23 minutes from 9. The temperature is 59. News presented by Signature Care Emergency Center on 1620 WTAW. 839 Infomaniacs. It's a Tuesday morning. Let's do weather. It's brought to you this morning by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front of the line service, $0 diagnostic and never an overtime charge for total protection plan members. Malik. Feel the difference. Here you go. For today, any scattered showers ending during this morning. Skies, though, should remain kind of mostly cloudy through the afternoon. Maybe some peaks of sun. High temperatures 70 to 75. For tonight, a few scattered clouds around. Cooling back a bit, 54 to 58. Mostly sunny skies on Wednesday, 75 to 80. And sunshine and even warmer weather likely on Thursday. High temperature then 80 to 84. That's our latest forecast. This is meteorologist Gary Best, 1620-945, WTAW. There goes 839, and it's time to visit with the chamber. Glenn's here this morning. Glenn, how are you? All right. Uh, Zach told me you needed another old guy. Well, <laughs> we, yeah. I we got here as fast could, as I could. <laughs> we could use as many as we can handle. So now here we go. This is an audience participation thing, mm-hmm. and so you get to be part of the uh, audience, audience to answer right away, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll, we'll, we might ask uh, our listeners to uh, weigh in either today and maybe tomorrow. 
If you ask this uh, a question this vague, you can expect all sorts of answers. But people think it. Um, see, late late last week, McDonald's asked fans on Twitter which discontinued item they should bring back, and all they posted was "bring back blank." Okay, so now people think. It means they will be bringing something back, and obviously the Internet has some thoughts. So if we mention, I'm, I'm going to mention a, a few of these, and I want you to just think about some of these choices, and then we're going to ask you particularly which one you would like, Glenn, well, Zach. Good which as one? old guy. I probably remember all these yeah, yeah. ancient uh, McDonald's. Zach, your thoughts, and then Bill, yours. So, okay. all, right. all right. The big one seems to be the McPizza, which was around in the 80s and 90s. Seems unlikely that they would bring it back, but whoever... I don't even remember it showing up. I remember it existed, but we did not have it here. I know that. Okay. Uh, They also had a BTS meal, which is uh, from last year, which is the Korean boy band BTS, which is 10 McNuggets, medium fry and drink, and two special sauces. How about McDLT? McDLT is number four on the list. It was just a normal burger with lettuce and tomato, but it came in this weird little container with two sides. Yeah, Remember that? Cool side cool and the hot, hot side, side hot. hot. Exactly. Yeah. Jason Alexander sang about that. Yes. All day breakfast. That was apparently someplace. It stopped during COVID, however. And then here's a few more. Snack wraps. Don't know that one. The Arch Deluxe. I do remember that yeah, one. Vaguely. Okay. Cinnamon melts, which sound delicious. Oh, yeah. Chicken selects, which means maybe that was really meat as opposed to whatever the chicken McNuggets are. Mighty Wings, the Hula Burger, which was just a slice of grilled pineapple on a bun. Mm. The McLobster, which was available in New England. Ooh, teriyaki burger in Honolulu. Okay, McSpaghetti. (laughs) That sounds nasty. And McHot Dog was from the late 90s. Any of those ring a bell and resonate with you, Bill or or Zach? No. no. The, th- the thing I would like to see come back, I don't frequent McDonald's much anymore, but didn't the hot apple pie go away? You know, mm-hmm. I think it did for a while. Oh, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, that my, my tasty treat there is you order the uh, apple pie and have them put the ice cream on it. Oh, that would be good. Wow. Glenn, anything there resonate with you from that uh, list of McDonald's Wonderfields? I, I, I don't even remember what it is. I used to eat the Arch Burger. I remember Do that. You? that. That was what I ordered. And I'm also a big uh, BTS fan. Okay. So, but I don't. The I Korean don't, boy band or yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the, the The band itself. I, I don't remember there actually being a food item yeah. associated with that. <laughs> Glenn's hip. He's with it. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the yeah. He yeah, da- yep. downloads it right to yep. Spotify every day. Yep. T- yeah, okay. I All know. Right. I know they brought this back, but I've always been a McNugget man. So the spicy, the spicy nugs are pretty good. Well, and I know that they brought those back. I don't know if they're going to go away again, but I, I'd be down to, for them to keep them. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to that. Well, did anything else the survey missed? You can text it in nine seven nine six nine five sixteen twenty. That's right. They've, they've somebody tried. Was, mm-hmm. Somebody was reading my mind. Let's see here. Uh, one listener, the McLobster was great, had it in wow. Rhodesia Island, wow. which I guess is Rhode Island. Man. And another listener says they have apple pie, but they are disgusting and dried out. Oh. Well, it depends on how long they're under the light. That's a shame. And, of course, McFlurries are wonderful, but the machines are always broken. Right. And so that you, you got you to hate that. Get so. your hopes up and then just dashed at the drive-thru. When we were in Holland, they have a thing called Stoffoppel, which is a waffle that has caramel inside it. Ooh. That'd be cool. That'd you, be good. You take that puppy and stick it in the microwave for about five seconds every morning. Yeah. you can. That will expand your waistline as you watch. I bet. 
And that's what they would put in the... So when we were in Holland, that's what they had. They had a McFlurry with a stove waffle in it. And that was... Yeah, it was awesome. Okay. Mm. Yeah, well, I think once you've been to the Chamber uh, Lobster Fest, uh, the <laughs> good lobster point. is going to be a sad That's exactly right. Or you could bring your own bun, and you could just slam the lobster onto the bun and eat it. Well, the the Hawaiian pineapple on a bun? Yeah, that looked disgusting. I, I Googled the okay. images. Wow. All right. That's nasty. Anyway, okay, so Glenn, Glenn has important things to do with important people, so uh, yes, we're going to let you hurry on through here so you can get on with your day. It will uh, it, it will help you if you eat too many uh, uh, McNuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Thursday, our water cooler 5K fun run and walk is here. They put the word fun in it, folks, and it, sometimes it can be. It's a blast. <laughs> uh, uh, and I think the weather will be uh, better than, than it's been hot sometimes. Uh, I actually uh, participate in it. It's very important to me. I get a T-shirt. And uh, I see the T-shirts <laughs> all over town, so yeah. I think they're very popular. Good. And you will get a T-shirt if you register for the Fun Run and Walk 5K. It's $20 a person. It's sponsored by Texas A&M University. It's at Lake Walk, so it's 4 o'clock. Uh, the idea is our businesses, uh, as part of our health and wellness push, they're going to let their employees get off and, and, and get out there and do the 5K to, to start them on a healthy uh, uh, start for the new year. And I, I just think, well, well, it's not a new year, but, but it, it's better late than never. Now, what, what day will this be? It is Thursday, April okay. the 28th at 4 p.m. Oh, so Scott is going to be there. I, Are yeah. you checking the weather, Scott? No, I, I am. I was, I was going to, because we can, we can get the hourly weather forecast. Had I known, I would have gotten in touch with uh, somebody maybe at the TV station. But, okay, so the hourly forecast, I can go to Weather Underground. See, this is what we do for you, Glenn, so yes. that you've got this. So I got my pin. Thursday at 4 o'clock, yes. they're telling us uh, 84 degrees, winds out of the south at 14. Oh, that sounds nice to mm, me. Okay, well, and you get a little breeze out there it's at, uh, at Lake Walk. So that'll be nice. cloudy? That would be even better. Uh, you know, actually, it says here it'll be uh, partly cloudy, oh. yes, so there. Chamber okay. weather. Yep, I'd I, say so. I think you'll right. enjoy it, yep. and uh, there'll be water stations, and a lot of fun. There's music, there's food trucks. Uh, it's going to be a great uh, time. Then, our chamber job fair, we moved our chamber job fair to June the 1st to give you a little more time to get ready for that. We have booths and sponsorships available. So it's going to be at the Brazos Center on June the 1st, 1 to 4 p.m. Always free to job seekers, so make plans to attend that. We have a, a ribbon cutting. Actually, we have a ribbon cutting today, DeNovo Designs. It's at 430 to 5 at 7303 Mesco Drive. We want to see you there. It's always free to attend Chamber Ribbon Cuttings, and we have a ribbon cutting tomorrow. So Terra Health, 430 to 5 on their Briarcrest location. Then we have a deluxe ribbon cutting, and this is going to be a good one. It's uh, Kendra Scott is having the deluxe ribbon cutting for their new location at Century Square, 1130 to 1230 on Friday. Uh, come on out and have fun at that one. And then we have a deluxe ribbon cutting May 4th, Shannon Morton Photography. Uh, the Platinum Member Spotlight, TAMU Procurement Services. We appreciate what they do for the Chamber. They also are our Community Impact Awards uh, sponsor every single year. Oh. So we appreciate those guys. And, of course, we appreciate WTAW, the Infomaniacs, Ben Downs, and everyone at Bryan Broadcasting for what they do for the Chamber of Commerce. We're so glad to help. We visit the folks in the Chamber on Tuesdays. 1620-945, WTAW, the Infomaniacs. We're, we actually have a listener who's uh, plugged into this, uh, this uh, license thing. So I'm trying to get Mr. Downs to come back and see if he'll talk to us. We have a listener who has been able to give us some information as oh, far oh, as your license good. is concerned. Good morning, caller. How are you? Hello, caller. I'm doing well. Um, I busted out one of my antique radio books real quick, and 
1921 was about the first time anyone applied for licenses to broadcast. Yeah, KDKA. Secretary of Commerce Herbert Hoover was in charge of assigning licenses. By March of 22, there were 60 licenses. And by February of 27th of 22, there was uh, so much interference, they expanded the frequencies to uh, four different frequencies. And then in December of 22, we're up to 565 stations. And the interference was incredible with only four frequencies. So they expanded it from the uh, four to 550 to 1350 kilocycles, which is most of the modern band. <clears throat> well, the the thing the thing is in the in the early days there was a matter of fact on our license it says that we uh, are subject to frequency sharing. Yes, and you had uh, to broadcast in the morning and someone else would get it in the evening, and it was kind of a disaster. It was a wild west. Yeah. And in February 5th of 26, Zenith station just started broadcasting whenever and wherever and whatever power level they wanted yeah they sued the government and won and herbert hoover was no longer in charge of broadcasting <laughs> yeah the uh, and that's when they started going to started taking a look at the idea of discrete frequencies and it was you know the whole tuning thing was you know maybe a different spot on your crystal on your galenium crystal there would be how you tuned but the uh uh the the thing that had me going though was that one line that said that um, uh, this certifies that this station was in operation as of, I forget, August something or other, uh, 1913. And as far as I know, we weren't. But it's, it's actually a boilerplate, so I'm wondering if the licenses were only issued to people who had been operating under experimental licenses before uh before the the 20s and that that's what that's the mystery that i have i can i can send that to you uh this is jeff right uh yes okay i'll i'll call you off off the air if you don't okay. mind and let me send an email to you of the uh of the actual license and, I, and i'll highlight the part that says uh that we were on the that we certify that we were a broadcaster or that we were operating in 1913 which is like i say as far as i know we weren't so i don't know it's um well the only other thing as far as the real early stuff it says in congress passed the radio act of 1912 so maybe the first licenses were out in 1913 but they were yeah they weren't yeah it was it's it's odd there was one other line on there it said that the, the start of the broadcast day all stations will remain off the air for the first 15 minutes of the day in order for emergency information to be disseminated, so I mean that it, th things were really things were more than just a little different than huh. just a hundred years ago. But you were supposed to, it, you know, it, you had this time, but you were supposed to remain off for the first fifteen minutes, in, just in case they, you know, something else big something, happened. Something big <laughs> happened because just it for always happens. Information first thing that. Hey Jeff, thanks a lot. I really appreciate your uh, your research, and uh, Ben will be back to you. Okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
You're not going to get Candy 95 listeners to call in with stuff like that. Just saying. I love this radio show. It doesn't matter what we talk about. Yeah, that's neat. I do like how the emergency services, you had to be an early riser, I guess, in order to know know any emergency that's going on. I don't know. I'm sure what it was was just like the stuff that we have today coming out of Congress. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. And so, yes, well, you know, we have to maintain a certain amount of uh, stuff. So speaking uh, speaking of it seemed like a pretty good idea at the time. Britain will allow watching TV while behind the wheel of self-driving cars. The new UK law comes with some restrictions, like the car will need to be driving itself at the time, and the driver must be ready to take back control of the vehicle, quote, if required. What the hell does that mean? Well, I was, but I was watching well, if, Oprah. If, for example, it decided to drive in the right side of the lane like God intended people to drive. <laughs> Drivers will only be allowed to view content through the vehicle built-in infotainment apparatus. But the thinking here is that the infotainment system can stop showing a TV show or film when the car needs the driver's attention. Hmm. As if that couldn't be a split second that you suddenly have to go from watching your favorite TV show to slamming on the brakes. Once again, as Mr. Downs just said, it seemed like a good idea at the time. About a minute to tell the Infomaniacs, uh, some of the information we gave you today was incorrect concerning the Eagle and how it is going to be restructured. We apologize for that. I'll go into more detail tomorrow morning after the 7.30 news. But uh, just suffice it to say, we screwed up on that part. We didn't do it intentionally as we can get more facts. And, of course, when you start getting into this whole situation, what you can talk about and what you can't talk about when it's not your company is somewhat limited. So we're going to get you the best source. We had some bad source information, and we apologize for that. Get this, and to, uh, more information at 735 tomorrow. Get this, a bill that was passed by the Tennessee State Senate unanimously last Wednesday will require convicted drunk drivers who killed the parent of one or more minor children to pay child support until that child turns 18. Yep, I saw that. Now, when they're in jail, I don't know how they're going to be able to do Making it. money. Yeah, but the it, it it's out there. That's hmm. uh, That was just passed by the folks over in Tennessee. All right, we're back tomorrow. Bride Broadcasting Station, WTAW, College Station, Bride. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.